All right, we're live. All right. Welcome back. This is uh, the last EOS radio show. Today is the 29th, January 2020. Ooh, 2020. I got some echo here. Let me take care of this. Zane, thanks for joining me for this last show. Yeah, it's been a pleasure, Ash. It's been quite a ride for the last year since we transitioned away from Freedom Proxy about one year ago when the mainnet started. We decided to uh, do something a little more in involved and have roundtable conversations because we felt the, the community deserved it and we wanted it. We wanted to find people like us that thought similar things and had a vision for this blockchain. So it was a, it was a great adventure. I'm uh, very excited to be here. Yeah, no doubt. So, you know, this being our last show, we'll talk a little bit about why it's our last show. And then we're going to take a little trip down memory lane and just review and check out some of uh, our old shows and why we did them and you know I look forward to having people in the chat chatting it up and you know, asking any question you want to me and Zane and you know really reflecting back on some of our shows that we did um, some of them are very timely and yeah it's just kind of open format today let's let's see if people are jumping in here I see we've already got some thumbs up it says we got 10 people watching I don't see anybody in the chat yet if somebody could just drop a, a hi or something in the chat so we make sure. All right. Hey, Silver Crypto, thank you. You're very welcome. Um, all right. So I guess, Zane, I'll, I'll break some news about why I am no longer doing EOS radio. Um, I have recently accepted uh, a product management position at Block One. And so I have just moved from my... Denver apartment here. I'm, I'm living in Blacksburg, Virginia now. My wife, Devani, and I have moved here. And yeah, I start at Block One this coming Monday. I can't talk too much about what, well, thank you. I can't talk too much <laughs> about the product that I'm going to be managing and owning, but I can tell you that it's a very foundational type of product that is needed for any type of mass adoption in the crypto space. And you're, you're going to see it incorporated into a lot of projects in the future um, so yeah here we go it's it's a real pleasure i'll be able to to work with um another community member mark woods who i have a lot of respect for a lot of props there for a uh, seeing value and uh, potential and opportunity in me and helping me get on board with block one but um but part of part of me joining block one was you know, I'm, I'm under NDA and it, having a radio show is a little bit too risky for me to uh, to continue to talk about all this stuff and be so plugged in. So um, I'm still going to be more involved in EOS IO than ever now. It's, it's just going to uh, take up the majority of my time, which I'm really excited about. So, yeah, that's that, that's basically why I have decided that I can't do EOS radio anymore. But it doesn't mean that I didn't love it. This is I've made a lot of content in my day. This was this has been my favorite show. So, yeah. Right on. Yeah, and for me, US Radio, Ash kind of pulled me into it in the very beginning. He said, "Well, you got to get out there. You got to you got to meet people. You got to break out of your shell." So I was like, "All right, this is a really good time to do it." So, for the last year, it's really helped me do that, and I think I've benefited a lot from it. Like you said, Ash, we met a lot of people, made a ton of contacts. Really enjoyed the uh, evolution of this thing. No one knew what it was going to be, and we almost still don't know what it's going to be, but it's definitely advancing. So onward and upward for sure. But we're starting to see the spread of things as they go out. You know, it's not just EOS. There is no one chain to rule them all. There's going to be hundreds and thousands of chains. So I kind of wanted to take a step back so I could kind of take time away from dedicating all to EOS and just look at just what the heck is going on out there because there's smart guys everywhere and tons of projects popping up. So I wanted to take some time back and still, still be within the EOS community and also search for more uh, personal time, but just you know, help develop myself and develop my, just 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 be more well-rounded because EOS and crypto can definitely consume you. And Ooh. I gotta say it pretty much has. So it has. This is sort of a sanity pump the brakes for me, but. Yeah. No, it's, it's great. Yeah. It's, you know, it's you, been great. Yeah, it really has. Um, so I guess I wanna, let's chat about some of the, the reasons why we started us radio you know Absolutely. um it's controversial it's controversial it's, we weren't it started we, out it started out controversial you know we our, our first episode was the eos constitution vote buying 
and this was back in January of 2019. Um, this was, if you recall, you, everyone listening, um, this is when Start EOS had their little video game where if you voted for them, they would like pay you tokens and you could use those. It, it, anyways, it was like the first iteration of what people would consider vote buying. And right off the bat, people in the EOS community, rather than being curious, they were confrontational and they were blaming and shaming and talking about how Start EOS and this little cane that they created was going to take down the chain. And, and I, I found it to be so obnoxious that there was there was no and I'm sorry somebody apparently is playing pool in the background Devani go steal the cue ball to that guy <laughs> go ask him for like 30 minutes <laughs> I know go ask that guy for like 30 minutes please um, yeah can, can, do you mind just mentioning like hey we're doing a show can we have tw 20 minutes yeah yeah just close the door that's perfect yeah, that might just be enough. That's so funny. It's so funny. You know, it, pool is controversial. No, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no right, but we, we, wanted to, we wanted to create an opportunity to have an actual conversation around two in January of last year, two of what were the most controversial types of uh, topics in the community, the Constitution and vote buying. And so we weren't seeing that really get talked about in the level or the depth that we wanted. Um, and, and, you know, big shout out to Zach Gall, everything yep. EOS. We absolutely love that show. It's a different format than EOS radio. You know, it's a different format. Um, and while we can appreciate their format, we wanted something different. I'm going to scoot over here. So hopefully it's a little bit less obnoxious, but yeah. So the idea came, for me, whenever I was um, at conferences, I noticed that the panels were always my favorite. And I've given, you know, I've been on panels, I've given keynotes, I've, I've presented in a lot of places around the world. And the, the panels are always my favorite. So we wanted to create, we didn't want to just be an echo chamber of me and Zane. We've grown up together. He's my only brother. I've known this guy as long as I've ha I have memories, right? And so sometimes it's easy for us that you can jive with each other. And, and carry a perspective and be influential in that perspective. But we wanted to, to invite a round table of guests on, not the same round table, although Eve, our homie Eve, got invited on a lot. But so we, what happens when you do a sponsorship though? You're like, hey, yeah. and, 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 he's, he's, and he's just really good. <laughs> the whole well, he's great. Well, he got invited on a lot well before they ever, they only sponsored us for three months. Yeah, you know? I like that humble beginnings where you got into the dispute against them because they wanted to help ECAF and you're like, eh, let's, uh, let's yeah, back so let's, that up. Let's, let's, like, let's tell uh, that story because, you know, a big part of the constitution was ECAF. Yeah, and, and that we, was our very first episode. And kind of why we started, we're like, all right, it's time. Yeah. And, and, and we did that because we wanted, we wanted to help, we wanted to help people understand property rights, free market, free market based property rights. Yeah. Cause most people I imagine came from libertarianism or at yeah. least some sort of small government, you know, personal rights aspect. And this was the, our chance in this blockchain to talk about it. If we can't do it, Lord, who can yeah. <laughs> in our small community, if we can't pull up together and talk about this stuff. So we gave yeah. it a shot. And we felt like an unelected round table of bureaucrats, which was what ECAF was. And you know, uh, yeah, non-technical, unelected, you know, uh, no ramifications for bad actions, Just issuing orders down from high. Th this was so anti-DPoS and anti-blockchain that we literally- I I couldn't even believe it was taken serious. Like, I, I feel like it was just, I feel like it was meant to go away almost yeah. as soon as they, as they you know, claimed it would in three months. <laughs> and, and, and we were a big part of ECAF getting We wanted it to be buried. Good. We wanted decentralization of arbitration. Like, look, we're free marketeers. We're anarcho-capitalists. We, we understand the importance of reaching consensus and having some social governance layer. Um, we've this is well within our, our repertoire of understanding of, of freedom. 
but it just never never set well with us. So we we you know we very close with EOS New York back in the day. Less so now, but very close back in the day. And we were part of a lot of conversations about you know is is this is ECAF the antithesis of what we're trying to build it, to what delegated proof of stake is. You know, a lot of us agree that it was. And, it, and, it from the, and from the outside, a lot of people looked in that said, well, that's clearly not personal property from other blockchain ecosystems. It's like, how are you going to get adoption if other blockchains look at you and think, the first thing I see is completely backwards. Like, you guys got to get serious. And they so wanted was, to create was, a new government, you know, yeah. lot, but, but like a, it wasn't creative. ECAP just wasn't creative. Yeah. And it was way too subjective in its evaluation of, of how properties should be respected or not respected. And so we created, we created EOS Radio to try to uh, help bring about a, a perspective and a conversation of what private property was and how it could be owned or protected on the blockchain. And, and the same thing for vote buying. You know, voter rewards, vote buying. If people are going to, if people crave a voluntary society, one where every human interaction is is based on you know, consent, then what's stopping someone from taking a token that they earn for various reasons and giving it to someone else freely, voluntarily? And we were very surprised with guys like uh, Rob from Cypherglass who either didn't understand or didn't respect private property. And that's why we unvoted with Freedom Proxy mm -hmm. because we want to support people who have a deep understanding of freedom and you can't understand freedom without understanding property. And you know, if you come out and you, you're against people freely using their property how they want in a voluntary way, well, we, you know, we couldn't support that. And that's why we unvoted Cypherglass and voted in Start EOS towards the end of our towards the end of Freedom Proxy. Um, but yeah, so that was episode one. And let's see, you know, we're not going to go through every single episode. We'll just, just, get, just, just, we'll just get some highlights and maybe a blooper. I don't know. <laughs> You know, I, I, I will say, you know, episode two was tell us a, a lot of people would paint me as this EOS. Oh, Ashar, he's just an EOS shill. You know, he's he's yeah. once. But then our second episode was inviting Douglas Horn on to talk about tell us because Zane and I got into EOS because we saw how it was horizontally scalable. We, we weren't Bitcoin maximalists. We didn't think it was one change rule the law. We have experience in Unix and Linux, and we understood how variations of both those operating systems, just like the EOS operating system, was going to create you know uh, an environment for creativity and purpose. And so we wanted to make sure and show people very early that we we understood that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean we're called EOS Radio, but we had many different projects on Europe Chain, Boss, tons of guys. We couldn't quite get the links changes because couldn't get to them all. Timing, yeah. Um, Dude, the, the are you finished with that one, Ash? Yeah, yeah go ahead, go ahead. Much, I was yeah, just gonna say re referendum. I mean, how big was oh, the referendum? Yeah. People, people want people choose DPoS because they want leadership. They want elect their people elected, which means they have to communicate what they want to the people. And this was just kind of looked over in the beginning. I mean, mm. a lot of people were making some small tools. Yeah, this is a cool widget, cool gadget. But it's like, what do you stand for? How is this thing actually going to be global if you can't, can't market what you stand for and what people can expect for years into the future? I felt that was lacking. So it was just a great opportunity for us here to bring these guys on. Just like, what do you see? Like, how do you, what do you stand for? Even if it changes, we don't care if it changes. Like you were going to say with Eve and US Nation, they supported ECAF, but then they changed. You know, yeah. they, they gave it a shot. They, they were willing, but then they, they, they changed. They, they found a, a better way or a new perspective. That was kind of the whole goal of this. Mm. You know, it, it wasn't to be like, Ash and Zane have perspective and it's fixed and concrete. I mean, yeah, who, who I've, tur I've, turned, I've turned around on inflation. Blockchain sure. has turned me on inflation. It's turned me around on WPS. I just wish it was in a different way. I, not, I've, not loose. I, I wish it was more gathered and organized. It's still a small scale, prove a model, then scale up. Don't look yeah. like you're just trying to raid the cookie jar. I mean, I've changed on huge topics. Topics. I, I have more appreciation for our centralized governance. You know, of our nation state governance. I have more. I have more compassion and understanding around that now, because seeing what it just takes to organize society. You know, yeah. 
we're not even close. We're not even remotely close to being able to organize society in a peaceful way. And so the force-based way of centralized, you know, governments, this is, it was a step forward. And, and it, it, it sounds difficult to say because I am an anarchist. I, I do believe that every human interaction should be voluntary. But it, it's helped me see how slow this process of reaching consensus is. And, you know, we're, we still live in a world where the majority of people acknowledge and accept some level of force in their consensus algorithm. And we are slowly starting to offer the tools and the abilities to remove some of that force and offer voluntary action. And so that's, it's a slow and sloppy process. You know, this is literal evolution that we're going through right now. So, um, <laughs> whoever had the ECAP test, oh yeah, Zach, somebody recorded my ECAP test from, from June the 1st. Good. That was, a rowdy, <laughs> that was a rowdy tabletop speech. That was a rowdy tabletop speech. Um, <laughs> Round table, <laughs> picnic table. Oh my God. Table about, about to tip over. <laughs> I know, about fell off of that thing. <laughs> oh, good time though. That We rolled out token yield too. And, and, and mad love for uh, everything US for throwing that. Absolutely. Um, nothing but love for Zach. I mean, he's such a baller. Um, I guess one of the less controversial things was burn. Oh, 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 I want to talk about the referendum some more. Yeah, yeah, go for it. The same people that were, were trying to push ECAF on us also tried to push that if a referendum was voted by enough people that the block producers ha had no choice but to abide by it. Remember that? That was the early perception. They were like block producers were just stampers. If votes equals stamp. Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot it, of people didn't want to look like they were taking control or being out of line. Yeah, it, it, just took, it, it just took time to get around that. You know, it's and it's these Ian Grigg and Thomas Cox guys. Um, I, I don't know much about these guys, but we have similar but very different views on how um, consensus is reached and you know rules are enforced. But it, it blew me away that all of a sudden we're just moving away from token weighted voting. You know, I'm, we're not moving away from token weighted voting, but. We were in the sense that you didn't actually have to get your block producer elected. That you could just, if, if enough people voted on this, instead of it being a signaling tool, which I understood it to be the entire time, that's, that's why episode six was EOS referendums are live. What does it mean? If you listen to that episode, you'll see that we talk about the difference between referendum being a signaling tool to just for block producers if they want to gauge whatever the community is interested in versus referendum being like a hard line in the sand. If we vote for this, then you have to do it. And it, it just, again, it, it kind of flies in the face of how delegated proof of stake works. And it just, it, it amazed me so early that people gave up on the idea of delegated proof of stake. And I'm not saying that DPOS is the one way to do it all. Of course it's not. Look, that's why we had Telos on at the second show. You know, a different type of DPOS, slightly different. But it just, Early on, we were very hard-nosed about trying to make sure that people understood the system that they were buying into, delegated proof of stake, and what that meant. And let's, let's give it a shot before we start you know, putting all these new rules into place and complicating things. Brendan Espinosa says, to be fair, a lot of that expectation came from Dan, not just Thomas and Ian. I mean, I'm convinced that even Dan didn't know how the structure was going to play out. I mean, he's an experimenter. He goes fast and stuff breaks hard, but he knows how to fix it. That's kind of his MO, isn't it, Ash? And he, knows how, and he knows how to leave when it's time. Right. And he knows how to turn something over to a community. But yeah, okay, Brandon, I, I, I hear you. Um, and, 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 you know, a lot of that stuff, a lot of the vision did come from Dan. I think less so now than ever. But back then, everybody was looking for Dan for answers. And that's another reason why we created EOS Radio is so that we had a, a platform and a forum so that we could come together and talk about this stuff on air in a very transparent way. A lot of these conversations were happening um, in, in Telegram groups that weren't as transparent as what we would hope. Um, so we, we're all about that transparent life, and that's what we want to do. Um, Okay, so let's let's take another look here, Zanko. I think I saw a good one. Oh yeah, the, the burner, the spin. 
Yeah. You know, and, and even I've, like you said, Zane, I've changed my views on WPS. But it's easy to, uh, I've been told a lot of times that I never changed my mind on anything. Yes, yeah, strange. <laughs> <laughs> That's just by people who don't pay attention. Yeah. But, you know, back then, there were a lot of people that wanted to burn the savings, EOS, IO savings, and a lot of people that want to spend it for various things. It probably wouldn't even matter if we spent it. We were in the yeah. camp that we felt like we were early on and we didn't necessarily have the confidence to spend this money. Early and on, we didn't know who anybody was. If, people, if, if every black producer would have come out and said, here's our website, here's a 10 minute video on who we are, what we are, where we are, why we do this, why we do that. We just made a profile. I mean, heck, we're a year into it. There were still unknown black producers in ranks. It's like, had the structure been different? Had we known more of the people? Mm -hmm. And it's not like, too we, late. We could have been like, yeah, we can all understand. We can spend 100K there, 500K here. And it would have been like, yeah, this is a net positive for sure. But people were so worried because we just didn't know, yeah. which is kind of the nature of DeFos because it's, you can be a quiet as a mouse about your tokens and you have control of the network. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be public or you can choose to be. We all wanted everyone to be public. So we kind of made the, the proxy, voted out people that were quiet and that whole thing. So we we're trying to encourage that. Can we get to know these people so that we can maybe get to a point where we're not scared? Mm. Yeah, I mean, we, voted, a network? we unvoted one of the strongest teams in the U.S., U.S. Canada. Because yeah. Unheard we, of, right? Unheard of. We thought those guys were just A-plus guys all around, except, except, except in their, their willingness to, to put vote. it on the line, to vote and like, you know, take an opinion on something. And you have to, you have to take an opinion. You have, you have to take the risk, both the personal and the professional risk of having an opinion so that those ideas can be contemplated by others, discussed, debated, and consensus can be reached. If you don't want to take that risk and take that chance, then it's, it's very difficult for us to feel like we know who you are. And that's why we voted out EOS Canada. You know, this isn't a freedom proxy show. It's just Zane and I built a lot for the community. But it's, but it's very similar, though. We just decided or the radio show would be way better than just a proxy because most people don't vote. People don't check on chain. But people listen to conversations on a podcast, though. So it's just sure. more effective and more people could engage with us. It's just a better format. Mm -hmm. You know, you we spin, don't spin. It didn't really matter. But. It didn't really matter. <laughs> and the Constitution didn't really matter. You know, I mean, no, a, lot, a, lot, a lot of the early stage uh, stuff just did not matter, which, I is, know, which is hilarious. Because it's hilarious. We, 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 but, it but it would have like, but people wanted like the OGs, the quality builders, the value givers. Well, they wanted their 21 closest friends. And if, that, sure. was, if that was the situation, then a lot of that early stuff would have made a lot more sense, mm -hmm. would, have, would have retained value. But as tokens get distributed and things shift, it kind of it kind of lose that, kind of flows away. Yeah, it's, and, and we've, we've learned to appreciate how difficult it is just to uh, meet and create community. And, and to, you know, we're, we're a much bigger fan, and I speak for both Zane and I, we're a much bigger fan of um, consortium chains now, smaller chains, chains where... Focus chains. Focus chains, ch chains where you have a similar culture, where you have a similar understanding of how you want to adapt and evolve your chain and, and what your chain needs and what your community needs and how your chain can support that community mm -hmm. rather than the idea of, you know, more anonymous people running things in, in a large global public blockchain. We're, we're not really fans of a, a large global semi-anonymous public blockchain anymore. We don't see that that's what will support the type of community that we want to be a part of. You know, as it's got a purpose, but I don't see it supporting community specifically. Yeah, there you go. It's, it's, think... a, it's, it's got a different utility. With, with mm -hmm. DPoS, I think DPoS requires community and requires focus, mm -hmm. whereas, block, whereas Bitcoin, you don't need to know anybody. It's got its separate utility, which really holds itself together. Yeah. But even that doesn't really have a community because it splinters. You know, it, it does its own thing. So, yeah. Different purposes. Yeah, different purposes. I mean, I see community as an intrinsic thing to DPoS. And I don't think community works on a large scale. Just from my own experience of traveling, living around the world, and 
the people and communities that I come in and out of. I, I, I can't. I couldn't hear that. What was it? Oh, okay. Sorry. It was super quiet, if anything. Oh, okay. Good. Um, yeah, communities are small. Think about the people you've hung out with and, and how like-minded or not like-minded they are. You know, I, I can say I probably, my true community is 20 people, period, in my entire life. Like right now, my, my actual core community of friends and people is probably 20 people. So it's, I think it's an unreasonable expectation to think that we were going to use the base layer of the EOS global public blockchain as our means of organizing ourselves, especially as like free people. I don't, I don't know hardly anyone in the top 21. How, how are they, how are they my community? How are they my community? Like I know Brandon Espinosa is part of my community, but there's not a lot, you know, it, it, it anyways. Yeah, I, I know the blog producers' names. I don't know the, the people behind them closely and that's the difference. And these are the people protecting my property. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work like that. It's easier to visualize if you think, your community or your church if you had a church chain you could get you, know, you could get a lot done there but if sure. you had to go your church and the next three churches also you're like well who are these other three churches mm -hmm. you can't really get to know them it's just not enough time in the day to do you and to do everything else so it's kind of how so, i see it so then we started talking about the rex of course and everybody got excited about rex which is still a good development um, it turns out that the rex wasn't nearly as you know, well thought out in its implementation is what we had thought, but it was a step forward and there was a lot of hype around that. And it led to improvements that had to happen anyway. So and, here we are. And here we are. It showed us where we needed to continue to improve. And now, you know, I'm, I'm a big supporter of the, uh, the new uh, resource allocation method that Dan came up with that everybody has to rent. And I'm sure that when that comes out, that's going to cause a lot of you know, conversations as well, because now people are no longer going to technically own their resources, but this is iterative process. Never, as to, never underestimate the entrepreneurial's iterative, entrepreneur, entrepreneur's iterative process. And that's one thing that Dan does really well. You know, people want to think that Dan's got all the answers. He doesn't, but what he does have is the ability to pivot and iterate quickly. So. Which makes me super bullish on EOSIO. Exactly. And that's why that's why I started paying attention to Dan in the first place. When he left Steam back in 2016, I was like, oh, maybe seven, no, 2017, 2017. Um, I was like, oh, okay, wow, this dude built the most used blockchain in the world right now, and uh, he just left it. Interesting. Let me pay attention to this guy because as an entrepreneur, I can appreciate how little theory matters and how much iteration and experience matters. Well, that's been the biggest shift, hasn't it? Tell me. Yeah. Deep. We were deep in libertarians are deep in theory, boy. Oh, we, gotcha. we came. We came from that territory hardcore. Yeah. And then it's it just doesn't work. <laughs> so, was was Mike Tyson's quote? Everybody has a plan until you get punched in the mouth. Yeah, a theory gets dropped so fast. Yeah, like we, we've never even actually been able to try it. Like, yeah, that's because it doesn't happen that way. <laughs> it's like a slow, slow iterative process, and that's, uh, I don't know. <laughs> you can go down a rabbit hole of that's, theories that's versus expectations. <laughs> <laughs> I hear they just released something where they got a new partnership. So, well, I've read that. They were about to support smart contracts, so says a new paper that was just released. Oh, um, and then the B1 June recap. I mean, that was that was a great time. You know, everybody wishes that they were selling EOS tokens in rather than drinking beer and hanging out at the pub. But, you know, we launched Token Yield at B1 June. I, I actually got engaged on June the 1st, ironically. And it was it was just a great time with the, the scooter gang. You know, mad props to, to Rob and Zach for, and Mark Woods for organizing that. That was for so sure. much fun. Rolling around D.C. on the Scoochie Gang, Scoochie Gang, Scoochie Gang. Man, that was great. And then just how well we felt taken care of at the event. You know, we rolled up to the armory or whatever it was. It was all posh and plush, and it was, it was, it was great. Um, 
you know, the announcements for the most part underwhelmed, but it, it was heavy a, in tech. People want a product delivery. They delivered back in. They delivered tech and partnerships back in and not a product. Right. But there's a reason why people say buy the rumor, sell the news, because you can never live up to a, a mass population's expectations. Mm-hmm. And David P is going to roll out uh, church coin on Shintai out of All the right. Singapore marketplace, I believe. Leasing available, you can. Uh, of course, on Shintai. Oh wait, yeah. What does he say here? Uh, you can lease church tokens and then have a quicker path to get into heaven. Okay, cool. Stake your church tokens. No, I'm just making that up. <laughs> you were reading notes that just weren't there. <laughs> you had the crooked eye and everything. Man, look at that. <laughs> Then, you know, we rolled out token yield, started getting hype about passive income and started talking about that and the, and the DAP network. And, you know, I'm, unfortunately, token yield, we closed down. Um, we were actually in communication with, uh, for a grant from EOSBC, but I had, to, I had to withdraw our application because I got hired on it at block one. But I still think that there's a, hopefully, unless the regulatory environment shuts it down, I think there's a good opportunity for passive income and um, in a couple of years. Yeah, in a couple of years. In a couple, of, I think that's one thing I've really learned is you get in deep, as deep as we are. I mean, you know, we we come from crypto, we come from gold and silver, we come from libertarianism, we come from capitalism, we come from Bitcoin and Ethereum and BitShares and Steam, and we, we we've been in this so deeply for so long that you forget how far ahead you can. You really do, and Token Yield was an amazing project, but it's years before its time, years mm-hmm. before its time, and there was just enough there back in 2019 for us to see the potential, but just because there's a potential doesn't mean that you need to act on it, and you know, this is why institutional investors have yet to come into crypto in any big way, because they, it, there's something about taking your time and really studying something but then you counter that with the entrepreneurial world and especially the crypto entrepreneurial world where you got to get in you got to build you got to see what happens you got to fail fast and so we took a chance on token yield and it was really awesome for a while and then unfortunately uh, cpu issues caught up to the majority of the, the teams and tokens that we were tracking and supporting you didn't hear me and zane bitching about cpu and crying on and on and carrying on about it but it 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 took token yield under it did yeah but we this was a risk and and we knew this risk we knew that people were using fractional reserves fractional uh, resources and that the majority of these teams we didn't feel like were well equipped and when the time came rather than trying to continue to put our financial resources into a project that was too ahead of its time and that were supporting teams who weren't um, weren't disciplined, then we knew it was time to shut it down. But you know, it, I, I will say, if anybody's interested in taking over the Token Yield project, the project, uh, you're welcome to to message me on Twitter or on Telegram, and I can chat with you about it. Um, I'm not saying you're going to get a fifty thousand dollar grant from USBC, but I, I can say that they were quite interested in it. Uh, Love the idea of it being non-custodial staking as a, you know, a, a tool in a dashboard to help support non-custodial staking and, and yield. So you know, you're welcome to, to message me about that. But it was a great project. Well, I mean, what did you learn from Token Yield Zane? Well, that was the first time that you know, I'd ever seen a product from start to finish. I mean, I'd never been a part of a product launch design, you know, designing the backend systems. How do we track it? How can we compare ourselves to competitors? You know, there was none of that that I've experienced. So that was definitely the first that I'd seen and it was good. It's always good to have experience of how can we compete? You know, the other guys at EOS dividends or a couple of the other sites, they would list anything that had a dividend. So we, we tried to take it a step higher with, you know, put it, weed out the low quality as best we could, you know, just trying, just trying to improve, make a slight improvement steadily over time. But like you say, <laughs> And working CP- fast. Yeah, man. What Iterate were we in? Like, we, we, we what? We're month, month. one, one, two, first three months 
we had an idea, then we changed it on month four, redesigned we it for five. It. Yeah. And then yeah. launched it on June the 1st. So yeah. we built Tokenio for three months, realized yeah, that we were kind of missing. Then we killed the whole thing and rebuilt it all from scratch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was, that was good. <laughs> um, go ahead, Zane. I'm going to answer a couple questions here. You can keep carrying the show. All right. Let me see here. What, what, what are the topics that we have here? Oh, I mean, I just want to say thanks for everybody going to all those early conferences. Like, that's really where we got to oh, meet yeah. these guys. That was, that was really great. Yeah, you know, the, the we'd, we'd, do, we'd do some Zoom calls or we'd watch those early Zoom calls at the chain launch, which was kind of get to know people that way. But it's very techy, very nerdy. But the, the conference is like we were in Norway. We had that one, which was pretty epic. Mm -hmm. Several, several different ones. Yeah. The EE31 May was awesome. Awesome. Yeah, for that sure. That was like once everybody knew everybody, that was like the... the that was it. I, I would say that was probably the top of the yeah. community. That, that was the top of the community right there. But before people really started piling into, you know, the, the alternative, the other EOSIO chains, which obviously we're supportive of all of them, but that, that was like where everyone was the most together that they'll ever be in this community. I, base layer blockchains aren't necessarily on a global scale aren't for community like we talked about but mm -hmm. for, for those two or three days it was it was something magical there Let's see here. Um, oh yeah. we talked about dax and dows you know we had luke stokes on to talk about camp dow at burning man and just what that's about and how we can actually use dows and dax to to manage and build community that was cool Still a big supporter of that. We had Warbly on. We had Wax on. We had Boscore on. We had Telos on. Europe Chain. We had Europe Chain on. We talked about Dan's blockchain identity solution when it came out. Talked about Facebook's Libra. When everyone was hating on it, we were actually enjoying it, loving it, <laughs> think, thinking, yeah, this is going to happen, folks. It's not going to happen now, but this structure will happen one day. Yeah. Tech giants will probably have a currency of their own. And we hope be, they do. It might be in-game, might be in-platform, might be bigger than that. Yeah. But it's that's how it's probably going to go. One of my <laughs> favorite episodes was Voter Rewards and the Race to the Top. <laughs> yeah. Everybody wants it. Build around the design. Build around the demand. Can't tell, you can't tell everybody and everyone's interest that they're all wrong and yeah. in adoption. Right. Just, you got to work with it. <laughs> um, Hopefully we'll see some progress there with some change in voting designs and token weights, but it's yet to be seen. We discussed <laughs> EOS New York's governance proposal. I, I, I'm not, I haven't seen much about that in the past couple of weeks to months. That was on, uh, that was three months ago. It's mm -hmm. kind of gone quiet. Um, maybe they're working in the background. We haven't really kept in touch with the New York guys for quite some time. And then remember Dan comes out with his like one page governance solution with the bonds. Oh, like the yeah, same yeah. same day, just, same day. Just to shake things up and then <laughs> just, goes quiet. Just, quiet. just to shake things up. God, it's so Dan. It's so Dan. <laughs> yeah, but New York releases like a nine-page governance document. D Dan puts out like 23 lines on one paper. and just yes, New York's, yes, New York's has definitions and every ex <laughs> like exclusions and everything. It's all professional. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Dan just writes, why don't we why don't we emulate the bond market? And everybody's like <laughs> and the day before Brandon Bloomer says, We fixed it over lunch. <laughs> Dan and I Dan and I fixed governance over lunch yesterday. <laughs> like, you gotta come you gotta come with more. Come on now. Crazy. I'm waiting for Block One's media outlet arm to just like open up their own. Block, yeah, one, how, block one radio right how cool how cool if i could a, end up doing a block one radio that'd yeah, be man. awesome block one radio make it happen let me be a yeah. part of it <laughs> i know right they need no, it I, i'd be down I, I i'm looking forward to all the ways that i'm able to add value to block one yeah. um i i think that it's a, a really perfect fit for me you know i'm, I'm going to several people have asked so i'll just mention it again i'm going to be uh I, i've been hired as a product manager for block one and i can't talk too much about what the product is because it's a, it's a brand new product um 
but I, I'm really looking forward to, to seeing how I can add value to that team. I, um, there's a lot going on there. I can, I can tell you that there, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot being built. There's a lot of hustle. Uh, I was very impressed whenever I got to meet the various teams. And so it's, they're definitely, they're not just sitting in the background waiting for everyone else to build stuff. Block one is absolutely hustling. And I, I was very impressed with that. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's cool because I, I don't come necessarily from a, a, a formal product management background, but I've been an entrepreneur for a long time and an engineer before that, and so I'm I'm really excited to. It's a challenge for me. It's definitely going to be a challenge for me, um, but I'm I'm up for it, and I I'm ready to I'm ready to start that office life again. I've been a digital nomad and a digital entrepreneur for eight years. Uh, and the eight years prior to that, I was in the office. So it's it's going to be, it's definitely a change. Blacksburg isn't quite like Denver. Uh, it isn't quite like Chiang Mai or Bali or <laughs> Lisbon or Croatia or places I've lived. But it's it's very quaint and, and homely and there's nice mountains. And I'm really looking forward to how, I, you know, hopefully I'll share what I can share when I can share it. I guess I'll say that. But I'll be I'll be working pretty closely with Dan for a while. And uh, trust me, if, if when and when I get a chance to work with Dan, I can promise everyone that we will be building freedom. There's no doubt about that. We during during my interview with Dan, I made sure that he knew that I was a build freedom first. Um, so I'm going to carry that passion and my passion for EOS and EOSIO into Block One, and I think be a really good influence on on them from a from a freedom aspect. So. I see a Q there says, go Hokies. This is Hokies territory. This is my favorite hoodie. I didn't realize that it was Hokies color. So I'm walking down, you know, and I'm seeing all, <laughs> getting thumbs up and like, go Hokies and all this stuff. Um, all right, let's see. Let's, let's keep rocking down here, Zane. I think we've hit a lot of our bullets here. Have you seen the others? Um, other episodes? No, I think, I think that's about it. Uh, there were some questions that Sean sent over to us that were good. Um, where do we go here? Yeah, favorite, or, favorite or most controversial moment? Favorite, favorite yes. moment. Our, our first 10 episodes are controversial. <laughs> Trying to explain what property rights meant and how yeah. it relates to your token. And you can do whatever you want with it because yeah. that's what the code says. Yes. That, was, that was probably the first controversial. Mm-hmm probably one of my favorites just because it's it kind of merged the libertarian and anarchy with the new blockchain community it's like well this is this is where we overlap you guys this is where we have to see it together we may not we not might we might not know how it comes together but this is the perspective like you have to understand property is property yeah and if you can't respect that your whole perspective is whack either you'll love <laughs> yeah. me or i fade to black <laughs> Spurg. <laughs> black <Blackberg. laughs> <laughs> so that was yeah. probably my favorite yeah although it was I, super dry it's always it super was. dry in theory land but here we are it's got to come out of theory land eventually I, I, I like to think that we spiced it up i mean we, we carry a good energy on the show we had some great guests i mean mad props to our homie eve he, he always brought the energy and the thunder you know mm-hmm. he, he was a really good fit we wanted him to be on the last show here but he's over in asia right now it's the middle of his money so we, we get that but We've had a lot of great guests on that brought a lot of great energy on the show. Um, yeah, it's just, it's been really great. The format was really great. And, and we're not saying that we're not going to pick this up sometime in the future, but, you know, we need, Zane and I need to hit reset button in a different way, you know, in a different way, um, and, and focus on some things that are more about us than the community necessarily right now. Um, and that's, that's, you know, yeah. I, Ayn Rand wrote the book, A Virtue of Selfishness. I recommend it to everyone um, because you, you got to put yourself first. And we put ourselves first by being on EOS Radio. We got to make contact. That's why we did it. That's why we did it, to put ourselves first. And by putting ourselves first, we got to create a lot of value for the community. And by putting ourselves first and, and inviting the people on that we want to talk to, while we, who we want to learn from, we got to create conversations that wouldn't have existed otherwise. And now they're going to be saved forever. This is, you know, just like everything EOS is an absolute timepiece to go back and reflect on the, the progress of EOS. 
you know, I, I hope that US radio does that too. And we can look back five, 10 years from now and be like, holy shit, all right, yeah, episode number eight, Dax Dow's and Decentralized Communities. That was so ahead of its time back then. You know, or, or looking at the US referendum and how much that meant to us back then and what does it mean now? I, I will absolutely miss the show. I really, really, really enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed every episode. I loved every episode. I was excited. Wednesday's show were always my favorite. It worked best once we finally got it on a fixed Wednesday schedule. Yeah, that too. Everybody knew when they could come. Yep. Let's see here. What what did Sean write? I'll also thank Sean for sending us this. We were already a little retrospective of the journey, so we've, we've mm. tackled that. I mean, the show is just kind of built around controversy, I guess. We didn't mean for it to be, but <laughs> when there's so many different things unexplored, it just kind of comes out that way. <laughs> Let's see. JZA says, do you have a theory? Why is EOS mainly China into gambling? Um, I, I mean, that's there's not a lot of use cases for blockchain right now. And gambling just... But like when I started Euro Pacific Bank back in 2012, a lot of people, we were a new bank, we were thirsty for uh, clients and people wanted to use us for, you know, for gambling proceeds. And so it's, it's a hard way to shut down. You know, blockchain is a great, a great outlet for gambling. So gambling and gaming. Um, and, and also why, why has EOS had much DeFi development? Um, well, it's, it's a pretty new chain. And it took a long time to get stable coins. You know, it's very difficult to do, do true DeFi, I believe, if you don't have liquidity in a stable coin. So as we see more stable coin accessibility, liquidity, then we will see more DeFi. Remember, Dan invented DeFi in BitShares. And so he's had DeFi in his brain since the very beginning. So I think that... Uh, I think that DeFi will absolutely be on delegated proof of stake chain. Um, and, and I think we're going to see a lot of DeFi built up on Voice whenever it launches. I have absolutely no inside information whatsoever on Voice. <laughs> I just need to throw that out there and make that very clear. But anytime you have a large prop, a large user base and a native token, then you're going to have people writing little contracts and bots and stuff around that. So I think you're really going to see DeFi start blooming when uh, when voice launches and if it becomes popular, which I do think that it will. Um, had another block one radio. Yeah, wouldn't that be cool? One, two, have block one radio and just have that insight to, to try to keep connecting the community with block one. I, I would love to do block one radio. I would totally be on that. I, I would host that show. Um, meant to ask, what do you think about Peter Schiff losing his keys? Oh, man. I, That's I pretty know. funny. P P Peter Schiff can barely turn on a computer. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> I worked for his bank for five years. Um, <laughs> well, I, I think, I mean, Zane, do you have anything left to say? I think that I'm probably wrapped up yeah. here, unless, unless the audience. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at our episodes. I think we've lightly touched about everything here. I'm feeling pretty good about it. Anything else from the chats? Um, no, Rhett, we have really enjoyed hanging out with you in Oslo as well. That, that was a great conference. That was, a, that was when the poems started. That, yep. <laughs> Zane and I were on the plane. <laughs> we may or may not have had a couple to drink on the plane flying to Oslo. And we decided that uh, it was kind of last minute. Oh, it was very last minute. <laughs> was, we, we, we pulled out like eight different ones. <laughs> I, I found them the other day when I was moving. I actually found them. It was like one of them was like, so they say we're not a blockchain because we do things they can't explain. <laughs> I can't remember what else it said. Like, they recorded uh, somewhere. Fast. Yeah, I can't remember. It was like, oh, yeah. Oh no! Fast confirmations and free transactions. Their fun and hate gives me satisfaction. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, so much fun with that. So much fun. <laughs> uh, all right, fellas. Yep. Well, I think that's everybody. a good wrap up. And we, we covered pretty much from the start why we did it, where yeah. we're going, how we feel about it, the benefit we got from it. And then yeah. going forward, there's, there's plenty of other people still in the community. We're going to still be a part of it. So absolutely, there's no worries about that. And thanks to everybody that we met along the way. We're not disappearing. We're, we're, you know, we keep finding things to do and build. So, yeah, thank you, Rick. Thank you, Q, David, Brandon, Scott. Thank you, guys. Rhett, one, two, absolutely. Uh, let's, JZA, thank you for joining today. Nate, thank you. John, you've been around. John Cranfoot, you've been around for a long time. Thank you for your support over the last mm -hmm. year. Really appreciate that. Of course, Zach and everything EOS, you're an absolute boss, man. You're you've really got to hold down the uh, the EOS content from now on. Not that you don't already, but Mr. Sheffield, you've been around from the beginning. We really appreciate you as well. Of course, I think I already said Brandon Espinosa, but you're you're such a good, cool, awesome, peaceful dude. Silver Crypto, thank you. Ryan Betham, man, you're such a boss, dude. You absolutely reach out to us anytime for any reason. We really appreciate you. You know, the whole Shintai team, we got to know those guys really well. So I think that's a wrap, man. There's there's nothing else that I got. Uh, thanks, Zach. We would love to join everything EOS every once in a while. I think that would be awesome. The stash. Oh, the stash. The stash is coming. Yeah, out. John McAuley. What up, dude? I was wondering wow. where you were. He's OG. OG. Yeah, I, I would love to come on Everything US every once in a while. And Zane, you and Zach and the stash. Absolutely, man. It has been a great ride, hasn't it? It's been wonderful. Just such a pleasure to do this. So I appreciate everyone. Make sure and hit that like button for the last show here. Um, and stay in touch. We'll leave the room open, the Telegram room open, if anybody wants to uh, wants to chat and hang out or you know throw ideas around. Uh, we definitely recommend everybody check out everything EOS. You obviously already check it out on a weekly basis, but if anybody doesn't, uh, you know Zach's OG and creates incredible content. That dude hustles and produces high quality content. Um, so yeah, definitely check that out. Mad love there. All right. Well, I think that's it. I guess we're signing off for the last time here. Yep. Until next time, everybody. Well, there is no next time. <laughs> next time's going to be on everything EOS. So yep. Y'all keep building freedom. Yep. Hit Thanks, everybody. Had a great time. Yeah, no doubt. We'll be in touch. <laughs>